Hello, Ninth and O Baptist Church. Uh, this is uh, Chad Paget with a devotionable, uh, short devotion for busy people. And um, today we're going to talk about uh, the sort of the sin of unbelief or the sin of doubt. And it's it's something that lots of days I struggle uh, with that sin, um, where some situation maybe arises in life where we think um, uh, God can't do anything about the situation. Maybe we believe that uh, that he won't uh, do anything or or sometimes even we believe that the situation is one where we really where we really don't even need him and uh, examples uh, examples of those situations I mean it could be a relationship maybe that needs reconciliation uh, and you you look and you think well this this relationship is so messed up the situ- the the situation is so messy that it can't be can't be repaired that God can't do anything to God can't do anything about this situation. Maybe it's one about uh, about provision, uh, where we have a we have a need and we think that uh, it's it's too big. God can't do anything. Or I think even on the on the sort of the other extreme that it's one that's so small that I can just do it all by myself. And you know what usually happens is that uh, at least for me I make a, an even bigger mess than it already is. And we're reading today from uh, Mark chapter nine where um, Jesus meets a, a father uh, whose, uh, whose son is, uh, is possessed with a, a spirit, a demon, who has uh, who's made him mute. Um, the father has, um, has seen really violent outcomes of the demon possession, and, and Jesus sees some of the same sorts of things. Uh, the father had, uh, had asked for help from Jesus' disciples, and they weren't able to, they weren't able to do anything to, to help him. And uh, so he goes to Jesus. Um, who asks for the son, asks for the father's son to be brought to him. And so you have a picture of a father who's in a, in a really desperate situation, uh, one where he, he, doesn't, he doesn't really have anywhere to turn. He doesn't know what to do. Um, but he goes to Jesus. And in Mark chapter 9, verse 20, we'll pick up the reading there. Uh, the Bible says that they brought the boy to him, and when he, Jesus, saw him, uh, it, when he saw Jesus, when he saw him, immediately the spirit threw him into a convulsion, and falling to the ground, he began rolling around, and foaming at the mouth. A pretty scary scene uh, there that just sort of describes what uh, what the father had said about this about the about the son and what he had seen from him uh, in the past. And so Jesus starts in in verse twenty one. He doesn't immediately uh, exercise the demon, uh, but he starts just in sort of a conversation with the father. In verse twenty one, Mark chapter nine says, "And he asked his father, How long has this been happening to him?" And he said, "From childhood. It has often thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us." And, and help us. But he, he asks the father how long it's happening. Uh, the father, it's, it's, it's been happening since he, was a, since he was a child. And we get some more details that this spirit, this demon, had, had almost caused the son to, to kill himself or almost to, to, take his, to take his own life. But he's, he's desperate. And he, he concludes there at the end of verse 22, but if you can do anything, take pity on us or have compassion on us, your Bible might say, and help us. Jesus' response in verse 23 to, to what the father says, it, he, he sort of redirects uh, the father's attention from, uh, or the question about Jesus' ability, because his ability to exercise a demon is never in doubt. 
but he redirects it to and, and directs it to the father's faith. Where is the father's faith or where is his confidence? Verse 23 says, And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible to him who believes. And the father's reply in verse 24 is, a, I think, a very honest, very uh, open confession. And he says immediately, the boy's father cries out, cried out, and he said, "I do believe. Help my unbelief." And and what he's what he's saying here, what the father's confessing here, his appeal to Jesus, he's showing Jesus his confidence in Jesus' ability to help him with his unbelief, to help him with the the sin of unbelief that he has in his life, where he has doubts that Jesus can do anything, and Jesus, I think, rewards the father's faith. He rewards his confidence because the Bible says in verse 25, when Jesus saw that a crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. After crying out and throwing him into terrible convulsions, it came out and the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him, and, and he got up. And so the father's faith was not only strengthened, but it was, it was rewarded because he, he, he confessed and he asked Jesus to help him with his faith. Now, I think that's one of the gracious acts of God, that he doesn't just expect us to have faith in him. He doesn't just command us to have faith in him, but the author of Hebrews says that Jesus is both the author and the perfecter of our faith. He, he expects us to have faith in him, to have confidence in him, but he will help us with that confidence, help us get that confidence and get that, that faith and that trust in him. And so I hope today, whatever situation you're facing, I hope that you have complete faith in Jesus and in his ability, not just to help you with your situation, but to help you with strengthen your faith too. Have a good day.